Welcome to Listen to Lawrence, presented by Lawrence Eric Davidow, Senior and Managing Partner of Davidow, Davidow, Siegel & Stern, one of the first and most successful elder law, special needs, and estate planning firms on Long Island. This podcast series is based on his Listen to Lawrence seminars and will teach you how to plan in advance to protect your own assets and those that you leave to your children and grandchildren. Mr. David Dow is a past president of the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys, a published author, and an accomplished and educational speaker. So sit back and listen to Lawrence. Hello, everybody. My name is Lawrence David Dow, and this is another episode of our Listen to Lawrence podcast dedicated to answering your elder law and estate planning questions. And I will tell you that one of the most basic questions I ever get is what is a trust? Now, I've probably written more trusts than anybody on Long Island at this point, uh, but people don't understand them. Uh, I, I take it for granted that people don't, <laughs> that, that I expect everybody to understand them because I do it every day. I say, do you want to trust? And they look at me like I've got six heads or they come in and say, I want to trust. And they have absolutely no idea what they're asking for. And it may be appropriate for them. It may not be appropriate. So I thought today I would just ask the answer the basic question. What is a trust? And trust can come in two different contexts. They could be one while you're alive, we could create it. And one after your death. Let's start with while you're alive. Here it is. A trust is a contract that you make with somebody you trust. That's it. It's a contract, an agreement that you make with somebody you trust to do what? To hold an asset for you or hold assets for you. And this agreement will say what the this person can do with your assets while you're alive and what they can do with your assets after you're gone. That's a trust. So it's a contract you make with somebody you trust, and that person is called the trustee. So you have a contract with a trustee. You are called the grantor, sometimes called the settlor, sometimes called the trustor. I usually use grantor. So you're making a contract. The grantor is making a contract with a trustee that the trustee is going to hold some assets for them, and the trust agreement will say what they can do with those assets. Lots of reasons to do this, a lot of reasons not to do this, but that is essentially what it is. And once you and the trustees sign the contract, it brings to life an entity called a trust. Now, this agreement can be one of two types. One type is that this contract, you reserve, the grantor reserves the right to get rid of the contract anytime they want or change any bit of it. That would be called a revocable trust. And if the initial contract is somewhat set in stone where you can't independently revoke it, then that's called an irrevocable trust. So that's what it is. It is a contract that talks about the rights of the trustee, the rights of the grantor, and it's about a relationship that you have with this person you trust. It's about a relationship the relationship of a trust, a fiduciary relationship. So once the contract is signed, it brings to life a trust that when it's first born doesn't own anything, doesn't own a thing. So then you have to transfer assets into it. It's all about title. You have to 
do a new deed, transferring the house into the name of the trust. So, for instance, Lawrence Davidow wants to create a trust. He wants to do, let's say, a revocable trust. And, incidentally, Lawrence Davidow can be the trustee as well as the grantor. So once the grantor and the trustee sign this, it comes to life, and let's give it a name. Let's call it the Lawrence Davidow Revocable Trust. Now, the trust is alive. It doesn't own anything. I do a new deed, transferring the house out of my name into the name of the trust. I put my bank accounts in there. I could put my stocks in there. I could transfer pretty much anything I want in there. There are some things I wouldn't put in there. You wouldn't put your IRAs and your 401ks. Uh, and if you did, you'd pay income tax in that right now, which would be a disaster. We would never do that. So what is a trust? A trust is a vehicle that we can use. It's The foundation of it is a contract. And we use it to manage assets while you're alive and then figure out what's going to happen to those assets after your death. There's a lot of reasons for doing this. Now, there's also these irrevocable trusts, and there are reasons to do that as well. So a revocable trust, though, the major reason that people do this is to avoid probate. What is that? Well, upon your death, your assets have to pass to somebody, and it's a question of how they're going to pass to somebody. Most people do a will. But I will tell you that your will is a worthless piece of paper until two things happen. One, you have to die. The second... You have to probate the will. Your will is a worthless piece of paper until you take that will to court and get the judge to okay the will. And so you have to hire a lawyer. You have to have filing fees. Eventually, the judge will say, sure, that's the good will. And the judge will give a piece of paper to the executor. In other words, it's a process. Some people like to avoid that process, avoid probate, by transferring their assets into a revocable trust. Now, do you always have to do that? No, you can avoid probate other ways. You can avoid probate by having a joint asset. You die, the surviving joint owner would get it. You can have an asset like your IRAs. They name beneficiaries. That avoids probate. So you don't necessarily need to create a revocable trust to avoid probate, but indeed a revocable trust will avoid probate, and it's one of the most popular reasons why people might create a revocable trust. Again, the basic idea is that a trust is a contract between you and a trustee. Another reason that people create these revocable trusts is for privacy. If you have to go through probate, well, your friends and your relatives are all going to march down to the surrogate's court to figure out what you own. Is that really going to happen no, or in very rare cases. But if you're a very private person and you don't want your family uh, and your friends to, and the world to know what you owned at the time of your death, you're going to want to avoid probate and a revocable trust is a good thing to do for that. I've already done another podcast on this issue. So why don't you go back into our records here and find that and it will tell you everything you need to know about probate versus not probate. Um, and I think that you'll find that that to be terrific. But what is a trust? A trust is a tool in the tool shed that we use sometimes, and sometimes we don't. It's not right for everybody. I've seen out there people who are peddling trust, trust salesmen out there that say everybody that they see out there must have a trust. You must avoid probate. You must do this. You must do that. And I don't think that's true. Every case is, has to be judged on its individual basis. 
this night this might not be right for you this might be an oversold tool but it also may be one of the best things you did so check out that other podcast about why you might do a trust and how it could benefit you but if you want to know what a trust is and it's the fourth or fifth time i'm saying it it's just a contract between you and somebody you trust and now that person you trust, we, I know we called it a trustee. It could be one person. It could be lots of people. It could be a, a bank trust officer. It could be a lots of different people and, and a lot of different variations of people and entities. So we have a lot of choices of who the trustee is going to be. And as I said before, even you can be the trustee of your own trust. And then upon your death, there would be a successor trustee all built into the document. But in the end... And I've said it now six times because I'm trying to nail down a point. And the, and the reason I do these podcasts is, is not to just uh, in one podcast teach you everything you could possibly learn about a topic. What I do is I create these podcasts to answer one question so you can walk away with one essential idea to make your life and your estate planning a little better. And the, the, all it is today is that a trust is a contract between you and somebody you trust for certain goals that we're trying to accomplish it may be right for you. It may not be right for you, but that's what it is. So that's what I wanted you to learn today. Um, so you have other questions out there. I want to hear them. So I would like you to go to our website, davidowlaw.com, and you can actually email us at info at davidowlaw.com. Send me those questions, and I will answer that question on either a future podcast or one of my Listen to Lawrence letters. And you can go on my website, and you can sign up for my Listen to Lawrence letter. It goes out twice a week exp uh, answering your questions. So I want you to do that. I expect you to do that. And hey, I want, to, I want to thank you for listening today. I wish you peace, health, and happiness. And until next time, stay safe, my friends. Bye-bye. The Listen to Lawrence podcast is not meant to be advice particular to any one person or to serve as a do-it-yourself planning guide. It's simply to educate the audience. For more information, please visit davidowlaw.com.